Hey everyone, today we are talking about consistency. It is the key ingredient to being a fully booked photographer, so make sure to pay attention because if you don't have consistency, the rest of it kind of falls apart. Welcome to the Profitable and Happy Photographer podcast. Here we discuss all things marketing, business, and life to help you reach your business goals. If you are a photographer, small business owner, entrepreneur, or mom finding her way, you are welcome here. I'm Kellyanne Jordan. I've been a wedding and portrait photographer for over 17 years, and I have learned the ups and downs of running a successful photography business in two states, being a mom of two wild boys, managing two autoimmune diseases, and somehow keeping life and work on track. Friend, it is not easy. I am here to help you navigate it all. So let's break down the roadblocks and find new paths for success together. If you are a photographer or entrepreneur and you want to know how to create a business that delights your soul, provides an actual income, and allows you to have a happy and profitable life, then you are in the right place. Welcome, friend. Welcome everyone, I'm Kellyanne Jordan, and today we are talking about consistency. Um, I have been a wedding and portrait photographer for almost 20 years. I've had my own studio since 2006, and I have been able to consistently bring in clients from the very beginning, um, which is great. I will not say that I made a ton of money from the beginning. I think I made just enough to think that I could do this well and on my own without help, which was a problem. Um, I needed help. I needed to learn marketing. I needed to understand this stuff. And um, I needed to understand consistency in my photography, which actually took me a really long time to figure out. So that's why you're here, because you get to learn from my mistakes and be better and more amazing faster, which is awesome. Okay, so I remember when I first started my photography business and I had a ton of headshot clients coming to me. It was honestly amazing. Um, My mom was a real estate broker and so she actually gave me a lot of referrals. I was also in the Rotary Club. I grew up in Rotary so I love being in Rotary. Um, That was a really great resource for headshot clients and you know full circle after doing photography as a family photographer and wedding photographer I'm back to headshots so maybe there was something to that that I should have stuck with. Okay The reason they were coming to me and my calendar was getting booked up was because my photography was good and I was charging basically nothing, right? (laughs) Most photographers start their business by charging basically nothing and that is totally okay to build your portfolio. But it's only okay for like a month or two and then it's really not a way to create a business that's profitable and sustainable. Because remember, the more that you stay booked out at cheaper prices, the more it's going to eat away at your soul. Unless you have a really specific process that makes it super quick and easy for you to get the work done. And if that happens, then you have this really unique business where you can do a lot of work at a smaller price and that is okay too but that's a different business model than most photographers so let's talk about how you can create a profitable photography business that can give you the lifestyle you are dreaming of okay i mean first i feel like it's important to just stop and imagine the lifestyle that you want why did you choose photography in the first place 
what is it that a photography business can provide for you that other jobs can't? I think for me, I sort of fell into it and was like, I can make people happy. Um, I was working at another photography company. I was actually the head of the video department for a wedding and um, wedding photography and video company. And I started doing second photography on the side and then started handling all their customer service and complaints and decided I can't take this. I want to make people happy, especially when it comes to their wedding day. I want to make sure they have extremely good customer service because the stuff that I was putting up with at this bigger company was a bunch of BS and it should have been happening to them. And it was, it still upsets me that, and this was like 20 years ago, you guys, it still upsets me how they treated people. That business is no longer in business. They went out of business about a year after I quit working for them. Um, so when I thought of my business, I didn't think of really the future of it. I looked at what was happening right then and there. I thought, you know, if I can just do photography and get out there and shoot all the time, I am going to be so happy because I love being with people and I love art and photography. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that most photographers don't realize and maybe you have fallen into this. The job of a photographer is only about 10% photography. The rest is editing and blog posting and social media and showing up at events to talk about what you do and networking. There's so much more to the business than the photography. The photography is a very, very minimal part of what you do. So, as we're thinking about the lifestyle we're dreaming of, I want you to have a realistic view of what a lifestyle as a photographer looks like, okay? If you're going out and shooting a whole bunch and that's all you're doing and you're sending everything out, out else out to a team to be edited and you know everything else is getting taken care of for you, that's amazing. You can have that lifestyle. You're going to have to shoot a little bit more to make up the cost of all of that work getting done, but that is a really great thing, okay? Outsourcing is good. I actually built Taylor Marketing because I want people to outsource more. I want them to outsource with professionals who they don't have to micromanage because that can be a really big problem for people is that micromanaging all of the people that they work with. Um, if your vendors are, and your subcontractors are not doing the things that they need to be doing and they're making decisions that don't go with your brand, then it's actually going to cost you more money. This is a really big problem for people and it can be a really big headache where it almost seems like doing it yourself might be the right answer. And that's why we have the tailor business for wedding photographers. We handle all of the marketing for them because I want their clients to have great customer service and I want them to have the photography focused lifestyle that they're dreaming of. So practically speaking, let's say that you can't hire somebody um, else to take over your stuff and you need to do it yourself, that's fine. But I want you to write down three things that you see in your life right now that you want changed and how you want them to change, okay? When you do this, you start to make kind of a vision board of what's going to happen. So I want you to write down your dream clients, okay? I want you to envision a consistent flow of inquiries coming in to your business. This sounds amazing, right? I mean, maybe too good to be true, 
but I promise you it isn't because you can have this. But there is one specific piece to the puzzle that must be in place for people to start seeing your value and working with you more so that you can charge more so that you can work less, right? So the more that you charge for your photography, the more money you have to actually hire those vendors and put them into place, which is awesome. But there is a fine line between charging the right amount and charging too much. And that is going to be in how you market yourself. So a big part of your photography business is the consistency. And that is consistency across your whole brand. So it's consistency in the images that you take. It's consistency in how you take them. Consistency in editing and consistency in how you show up and how often you show up to your community. So this is showing up even in blog posts. People will start to get excited about blog posts and they're going to want to see their photos on the blog. And if you skip a session, somebody might think, oh, maybe my photos weren't good enough for the blog. And that's not true. Everything that you shoot is good enough for your blog because it's your work and you should be putting it on there and celebrating every body type, every type of client. You know, if the photos that you took aren't your best, don't put quite as many of them on. Do the very, very best ones and be excited and proud of the work that you are doing. Show up consistently across all the platforms, okay? This can be really difficult because like we just talked about, your time is very valuable and if you're shooting a bunch, then you're not going to have as much time to cover these things. But if you're shooting a bunch, you can raise your prices, okay? So I have a whole way of pricing things that works for every photographer, no matter what kind of photography you are doing. If you want to know about that, just contact my team or um, you can purchase the Profitable and Happy Business of Photography course um, at taylorco.com, T-A-Y-L-R-C-O.com. So that's if you want to do that because we have a pricing model that works every single time um, and helps you raise your prices. So that information is there for you. But let's talk about a couple other things, okay? Um, If you're part of our Facebook community group, then you know that I'm really serious about consistency and work, so much so that I offer free portfolio reviews once. Maybe we're going to start doing them twice a year in that group. Portfolio reviews are coming up next week. Um, So or they might be happening this week. We're going to we're going to get to them really fast here. Um but portfolio reviews are huge. You get pure review um not just from me but from other photographers in the group to help you understand how your photography is being perceived by other people. Okay? When photographers put things in their portfolio that are inconsistent, it can actually draw people away from booking with them. So let's figure out what inconsistent photography looks like. If you have a portfolio, your main portfolio on your main homepage, and you have, let's say, 15 images in there. If you show one type of photography, so like maternity photography, but you're showing it in a variety of different ways that that can be captured, then people may not know what they're going to get when they book you, okay? Now, if you offer two types of studio sessions and outdoor sessions as well as a home session and it's all edited very similar, then that's fine because you can explain, hey, these are the different types of settings we have. Choose what you want, right? 
But if you have the same kind of images, but they all look a little off and like you've got these really beautiful high-end images and then you've got these older sessions that are edited a little bit different, uh, but you kind of liked that photo and so you're leaving it in, um, but it really isn't the same level of quality, then people are going to get nervous because they're going to be like, oh, she's drawing me in or he's drawing me in with these beautiful photos. But what if my photo looks like that one over there? Um, you know, that can be scary and that can make people really not book with you, which is not what you want. So when it comes to the type of photography that you do, if you can show one type of photography that you excel at, people are going to think that you're a professional just at that one thing, even if you've only done like three sessions of it. Okay, <laughs> I promise you. Um, so when you are doing wedding and portrait photography, I highly suggest that you do a weddings page and a portraits page. Okay, so I would even do a different website. Depending on who you're talking to, you're going to want different websites for them. Um, for my business, I actually have three websites. I have my main home landing page, which is all about me and coaching and the photography that I do and um, the podcast and speaking. It's all about me, okay? That page directs everyone to everything else. So I have a weddings sub site that's weddings.killianjordan.com okay it's my weddings only page that I don't shoot weddings anymore but that is where my brides would go to see that I only do weddings I focus only on them I'm an expert at this one thing and everything looks great okay I have my headshots page which is all about branding photography and studio photography um, and then I have my family photography page, which is all about those family reunion sessions as well as other sessions. I personally only shoot family reunion sessions now if I can help it. Um, this helps people see. So like if I'm going to go into Facebook group and be like, oh, you know, this person needs a family photographer and I'm going to put my link in there. I'm going to put the link to that specific family page or website because I know when they go there, they are going to see that I am an expert at the exact thing that they need. Okay, they're going to see that I can capture a lot of different families in a lot of different ways and all the things are edited the same and they look consistent and they're going to understand exactly what they're going to get from my photography. And then I've got the Instagram page to back that up and I've got the blog to back it up with a ton of different photos and the story to show that I'm connected emotionally with people. And this is how you provide consistency in what you do. So... When you're being a wedding and portrait photographer, there is no reason why you can't have one Instagram to show all of these things. That's totally fine. People get it. Um, but on your website, you really want your homepage to be focused on one client, whichever one you want to be focused on. You can have a landing page that has information for the other client and um, you can keep those separate on different sites. There's a lot of ways to do it. But the consistency in messaging is where you want to be focused. So if you want to be focused on wedding photography and you want to show that you also can do portraits, I would show couples portraits so that they stay in that engaged couples mindset. 
And then you, when they click on that, you can show, hey, I like to stay with my couples. I always feel like they're my best friends and um, we get along really well. So I like to photograph their whole life, whether it's anniversary sessions or little babies coming into this world. I'm here to stay with you as your family photographer for life, right? That kind of messaging. and But it all starts with that wedding. That's where you get those leads, right? You're always focused on that bride and that's your main focus in your photography. It should be 50% or more of your Instagram feed. That helps you be a niche photographer and helps them see that you have authority in that one field and that you're going to be able to capture everything perfectly, okay? Now, when it comes to your actual images, when you're looking at a portfolio of images, let's say you're a wedding photographer and you want to show 15 different images, you should not show the same thing over and over again, okay? You're not going to show only bride and grooms together in their bride and groom portrait session. You're not just going to show that because the most of those Images in that main portfolio should be those in different ways, but never the same pose, never the same shot with a different couple, okay? You want variety in your niche, if that makes sense. You So I would, if I was doing a wedding portfolio, I would choose probably, let's say, 10 images. I would do maybe six of those as couples images of their bride and groom portrait session. I would probably do two as just the bride. Typically, I'll do one as just the bride and one as the bride with her bridesmaids, um, like a getting ready shot in front of the mirror, they're fluffing her dress, that kind of thing. Um, I want to make sure I have an invitation or a ring shot. And then that leaves me with five other images that I get to decide what I want to do with. So you can then go in and do um, the flowers or the flower girls, or you can do the whole wedding party having fun you know, you definitely need a couple ceremony shots in there. You know, a large majority of it is going to be those stunning bride and groom photos, but you also want to get their attention with these other little details and things so they can understand that you're not just a portrait photographer, but you can actually get all the rest of the stuff. On my wedding page, I also have in the galleries that I show, I have um, weddings, I have engagement sessions, and then I have something called candids. And these are, we are really known, my husband and I shoot weddings together, or we did until last year. We are known for being photo ninjas. We go around, we get a ton of candids. We also get all the other stuff really fast that you need, all the portraits. I mean, we get everything super fast so that people can focus on being with their guests and enjoying their day. We do not, as photographers, we do not make the focus of the wedding photography, okay? And that is one thing that really sets us apart in how we shoot, um, but a big portion of that is candid photography, and we show and highlight our candid photography on our homepage, on our wedding website, so that people understand exactly what we offer and what our value is, okay? I couldn't do that if I was combining headshots, family, and wedding all in one site. I couldn't get to that level of detail that speaks to the heart of my one ideal client. The reason that I, when I get wedding inquiries, it's literally the best couples ever and 80% of them book with me. 80% of the inquiries that I get book with me and I've never had a bridezilla. I've never had one bride that I had an issue with. 
because I am targeting so very clearly my messaging to them and to their needs and to their desires based on what I am great at. I am letting them know everything they need to know to book with me and they get really excited to work with me because I've done that for them. So that is a really great reason why you should be a niche photographer even if you want to photograph everything. Okay, and why you need to know who your target audience is and how to talk to them and how to highlight who you are and what you do best in a way that speaks directly to their heart and to the goals that they have. Okay, so let's talk about the other parts of consistency, okay? When your work is consistently shot. So that means um, using the same lighting techniques, the same lenses, the same sort of um, emotion in it as far as like the, not the actual emotion of the couples that's posing and everything too. Um, But as far as, you know, are you showing really powerful, energetic shots where you're low and they look like superheroes? Or are you showing these delicate little moments of a wedding? You know, that's the emotion that I'm talking about. That emotion needs to stay the same across everything you do. So my husband, he had his own photography business for a little while. Um, We were trying something out. He loves sports photography. And so we created a business called Spout Photography. You can still see the photos on the Facebook page. It still gets people following it, even though we haven't posted in like 15 years. Um, Well, probably 13 years. Um, So... His style was very textural and powerful. It's literally the opposite of what I do. His stuff is very, very um, in focus and has lots of texture in the editing. It's now I edited all his stuff. Um, he doesn't even know how to do it, but um, I had to edit the opposite of everything that I did, which is very soft and creamy. And you know, we've got lots of things out of focus, and um, you know, we really it's different, it's just a different emotion in how we shoot and edit. And that's the emotion that you need to keep consistent in your photographs so that people know what to expect when they buy from you. When a potential client comes to your Instagram page or your website and instantly understands what you do and how you do it, that's when they are excited to book with you. So on the flip side, if they see a wide variety of styles in your photography or wide variety of skin tones or lighting or variety of subjects, that's when they don't know what they're going to get from you when they book you and they start getting a little bit scared. So as you're thinking about how you are taking the shots, like from your camera, you know, how how are you going to hold the camera? What angle do you have to be at? How can you have the couples or families do the same things every single time and still capture that perfect emotion within it so that people understand what they're going to get when they buy from you? An easy thing to do is to start writing down what you actually do and why you do it. And that's going to give you a really clear understanding of how this whole thing works. How are you going to get better and better at what you do so that you get more people booking you? Okay. So consistency is all about having the same color tones and editing throughout all of your images. So the best way to get the same color tones is by shooting the same at every session. 
I actually create shooting rules for every session that I do, no matter what time of day it is and no matter what the weather is like, because I know how shooting affects my editing. I also know how exactly to get what I want when I am at the session. So if there's a weird lighting thing happening, I know how to position people to get it to be within my editing um, limitations, right? So I, I make sure that I get what I want in camera and that way, if I have the same kind of lighting for the whole session or the same lighting rules for every session, when I bring it into Lightroom, I can use the same preset for everything and make it look amazing. Now, the preset doesn't just go on and make it look amazing. I have to adjust every single image because I'm a perfectionist and I want to make sure everything looks perfect. Um, but it does significantly speed up my editing process and all of the little tweaks that I'm making are now just small adjustments to make sure I have the right level of highlights, the right brightness and all of that. I'm not spending hours and hours and hours on each photo. I'm probably spending 10 to 30 seconds on each photo and it goes really, really fast. Also, when you have consistency in your shooting, as far as like the actual subject matter that you're shooting and the lighting, it makes culling the photography session super fast. If you know exactly what shots you need to get to be able to build an album for your clients, then you can go in and be like, okay, I got one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those, done. And everything is done really super fast and you can move on. So consistency not only helps you get booked more, but it helps you book more because you have more time to do the work. It makes your whole flow in your business go faster and gives you time back. Okay, so if you want to know my secret really quick to keeping consistent in my photography, um, it's really just keeping the sun at a 45 degree angle to my client's back. Um, so it's kind of backlighting them, but out of my lens. And I also make sure that there's light reflecting back into their face from the ground and not from green grass. And that's it. Those are my lighting rules. Sometimes I'll get a little creative if it's sunset or I'll get a little creative if it's overcast at sunset because there's more freedom there. Um, but, you know, assuming that everything is really softly lit, then I can edit everything the same really quickly. So a little bit more on editing. Every photographer has their own style and that style needs to speak to the messaging of your client. So really all of it comes down to who you are and what what do you like and why do you like it and bring that style and those reasons into your editing and then into your photography and share that with your client. That's the process. Every photographer has their own style and you want to make sure that those same settings are applied to each image and that you make the adjustments to look correctly. Um, but you also want to make sure that you have some editing rules when you're doing it. So some of mine are that um, I wanted to have some kind of background and that it's not blowing out too much. Often the backgrounds that I use are going to be very bright. If I can keep clouds in there, great. If it does have to be a white sky, I can get on board with that. But as long as I can have some detail in there, I'm going to be super, super happy. I also want to make sure that my skin tones are warm and creamy and that they actually reflect my client's skin tone and aren't too orange, green, or blue. 
I also like to make sure that my images are not too heavy in the shadows. This is really hard if my clients are wearing dark colors. I try to train them not to do that because it does affect how the images look in the end. And if they want that light and airy style, they need to wear the light and airy clothes. Um, so that is another part of consistency is communication with your clients. If you know what you're doing and why you're doing it and you have the same process for each person, then you can actually bring your client on board with your process and explain to them how they can help in getting those really great images that you were known for. So another thing with consistency is Instagram. You know, you want your feed to reflect your images, but you want it to be a consistent style because people only have about three seconds looking at your Instagram page to make a decision on if they want to follow you or not or if they like your photography or not. I have hired photographers based on five seconds of interacting with their page because I know what I'm looking for and I know what I want and if they can show that to me really fast then I am okay with working with them. So as you're building out your Instagram feed you want to make sure that everything looks really consistent all the way through and has a good flow of the eye. So that's something, if you want to learn more about that, um, the Profitable and Happy course that I have is going to be your best friend, <laughs> okay? Um, if you are having trouble with editing in Lightroom and staying consistent, I'd highly suggest trying out different presets. It is worth the money. Um, usually they're about 30 bucks. Um, I have some presets right now that you can purchase for fine art photography, but honestly, you don't have to. There are so many out there. I just want you to get a preset and play with it. Presets used to drive me crazy because you would apply it and if you're not shooting exactly how the designer of the preset wants you to be shooting, then you're not going to get the same look they had planned because using presets only creates consistency when you have consistency in shooting. So when you get your shooting rules down and your lighting rules down and you know what style you want, that is when a preset becomes super, super powerful in creating the look and feel that you want in your photography. How can you go above and beyond to get even more consistent in your business? I love sending out style guides to my clients to help them not only choose the right session, but have all the information they need to prepare for their session. I like to show them um, the different types of images that we're going to get so that they feel confident with me. And I like to tell them, um, you know, how we're going to work together so that they understand that I am in control of this and I am going to let them just be free to be them. And that is how we're going to get these great emotions and they don't have to worry. So the more consistent you are in your photography and in your messaging and in your editing, the more you can teach your clients to trust you. And often they'll trust you from just looking at your work especially when they only see what I want them to see. Um, it really is helpful. Okay, so when it comes to consistency, you want to be consistent all the way across the board. And I hope this really helped give you an idea of how to do that. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Next week, we're actually going to be talking about social media. So it's going to be super, super fun. Um, make sure you tune in because we are going to talk about a whole bunch of social media stuff and it's going to be great. Um, right now, I want you to go ahead and 
subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. The reviews help us get guest speakers, which are going to be super, super helpful for you. All right, I'll see you next week.